Everybody and welcome back to Front Sight. Today we were trying to figure out actually who's going to do the intro. So, oh yeah. So we have Pastor Ron. Yes. We have Rodney Kilborn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then our fearless leader, the the man of the hour. I'm just kidding, Jacob. <laughs> Wait, he's just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. Sorry, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. But anyways, it. so we always we are always like I who's believe gonna... in you, Jacob. <laughs> We're all <laughs> just we to always, give you those words of encouragement. We're always, I believe in you. We're always saying like who's gonna do the intro? Yeah. Who's gonna do the intro? And today I really didn't want to consult anybody because I do the best intros. <laughs> nice. And so okay. I said I said, I'm making this decision to do this intro right now. And you know, they tried to like, you know, yeah. They tried to really consult me right. and like talk to me about it and like, well, are you sure? I mean, last time was really bad. Mm. And I said, the decision I'm making right now, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where are you going with this, Jordan? Well. Like, what what are we talking about today? Jeez, I I don't know. Pastor Ron, what are we talking about today? Um, (laughs) Ironically, we're talking about (laughs) effective decision making. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, man, I guess you guys just saw that's You think you we know, saw that in action? That was Is that what you're saying? Off the cuff right there. Yeah, the, <laughs> you're the worst setup man in the history of baseball. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that was pretty good. Rodney the and Jordan is supposed to get on base, you know. Rodney <laughs> and Jordan actually have such a great relationship. They send each other Valentine's gifts and <laughs> And Jordan celebrates Father's Day with Rodney. Yes, I mean sometimes I feel like he, like maybe was my dad, and we just got separated at birth. But I don't know. It's a mix up at the hospital, you know. Oh my gosh, man! I love you, you, Rodney. You guys, I love you too, Jordan. Yeah, I don't know what would happen if we didn't sit them across from each other because when they talk, they look at each other. What if we mix things up and they weren't looking like with with the ship still cross? We've done that. We were. I was. We know what happens when you sit oh side by side, <laughs> <laughs> cheek to cheek. That was a that was an I don't know. Yeah. Bro. Oh man, that, that took like else. four counseling sessions with Pastor Ron to get over that one. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's so funny. I had so many people asking me. They were like, "I was wondering what was going on," and then I finally, when I asked them what was going on, like I realized they were actually they were sharing a mic. Like I didn't know what was happening. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and that and whole like, time, I was like, "Man, we should probably make sure that we yeah. actually explain what's happening." Happening, and then yeah. I guess I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it kept them engaged in the podcast. They were like, what is going on right now? <laughs> oh, how This funny. is one of the advantages of video, by the way. <laughs> that you know is where, we, this is where we're doing. We're going there. We'll get there someday. We, we are going are, there. We are eventually getting there, folks. We are going to go to I'm glad video. you said that. Kind of speak where we're headed, yeah, um, and so yeah. forth. I was thinking about this the other day. We're we're uh, we're almost one third. We're, we are a little yeah. bit over one third of the way towards a hundred, our hundred one hundredth podcast. We're past yeah. half of a year. So, yeah. yeah, we're past six months. Like, think about that. That's insane. You know, so that's something to celebrate. I would like to think that before the next six months, you know, we we cross that finish line that we are um, doing video. 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. by then I'll be a little better at these intros. Yeah. Oh man, when Pro- we get you guys on not. camera, I- probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Podcast one hundred and one: How to encourage your fellow host in podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> that should be another. I feel like you know we really need that. So if you want to make that episode, Pastor Ron. Oh my gosh, that's so, gonna be so, funny. So today we're yeah. gonna be talking about being decisive, and in your case, I think you want to just like. It's like you're going to be a deconstructed taco here. Mm. You're going to reverse everything and be a little bit less decisive. Mm. Right. Um, a deconstructive taco. Now I'm thinking about tacos. I like yeah. that. I yeah. want a taco. Wow. Mm. This I'm is sorry. exactly what I was going for. <laughs> how, how funny. <laughs> Rodney's like, no matter what I throw out of me, it goes, it goes yeah. sideways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Sorry, I love guys. you, son. I, yes. That was, I made a bad decision just then. And no, I you went, didn't. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was good. Thank it was you. a fun. It was a fun segue into that. But you know, in all seriousness, you know, I here. So okay, let me, let me remind you why Frontside exists. Frontside exists. Obviously, you know the three words to be faithful, focused, and fearless. Boom. But let me remind you why. Like why it even started. Mm. Um, I ran from it, if you will, for two years. Um, the idea that. You know, every conversation I was having with men all revolved around the same topics. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just put this out there. Let's just help men understand, as well as we saw biblical manhood going underground, but men didn't necessarily want it to go underground, but they didn't know how to like be a godly biblical man yeah, in right. so many years for, for, for a number of reasons. And so, yes, I finally surrendered to this burden, this calling um, to just make this a reality. This is one of those sessions that is is a, a counseling session I've had multiple times mm-hmm. with men. And so there's two sides to this. And thank you, Rodney, for it before you know, before the show started here. Um, you were, you know, talking this through and reminding me of that. So we're talking about effective decision making, and there, there's two angles to this. Like there's a number of wives that approach me and they're like, I want to be able to help my husband be better at making decisions, or I want him to make the decision. I want him to lead. I want him to lead. There's just as many guys mm-hmm. that when we get into it, they they begin to explain, like, how do I know? How do I make decisions? Like, now, what I'm going to give today is really just sort of an umbrella, mm. to be honest. Um, there, there, there could be future episodes where we really get into talk about the different levels of decisions that there are um, and how to decide which level. Now, the other angle of this is not just that the man wants to know how to be better and the wife is praying for him to be better, but there are some guys that just come in riding the white horse and they're like, I'm making the decisions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not the best decisions. Uh, whether they just didn't collaborate or whether they just, mm-hmm. you know, didn't know how um, they didn't have an appropriate framework on how to make decisions. Right. Like, I get it. Okay. So maybe it was in a response to the wife was like, I just wish you would make more decisions. And so out of impulse, he just went out there and just started making decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And good or bad, uh, really didn't know how to appropriately do it. So we're going to look at both angles as best we can on on how to do that. But let me tell you where I'm coming at this from, okay? So this might be a little bit of a boomerang, meaning I'm going to throw some truth out there, but it's going to come back at you. 
um, with applications. So I'm hoping that it sticks. Okay. Let me just throw this out there. So the ba- believe this or not, the basis for decision making is how well you have commitment developed in your life. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. Yeah, how okay. is that though? Okay, so think about it this way. Let's take the guy that doesn't really know how to make decisions, but he's just going out there making decisions. If he has no basis, um, foundation yeah. of commitments, okay. mm. then I'm that up. from that, he doesn't know how to make decisions. Okay. Yeah. Look at it this way. Uh, you can't build a house any larger than the footprint of the foundation. Mm-hmm. So if a guy doesn't know the foundation, quote unquote, commitments, then he's not going to know... How, from what to make decisions about? Yes. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Is yeah. it is so, so? You're 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 talking about more of a decision to commit as well. Oh, 100. Yeah. That's honestly the first decision that has to be made. Mm. Okay. Is the decision to commit? Um, the decision to so anybody can make decisions. Yeah. I mean, ser- I mean seriously. Now, what I mean by that is, like, you can make the decision to not decide, right? Yes. Like, not move. Yes. But we, anybody can make decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, I can go out here today and decide to buy a, a, a $90,000 Ford F-350 that I can't afford. I can make a decision. Um, I can go out here and make a decisions on, on, you know, meals that aren't healthy for me. Anybody can make decisions. But your decisions are always rooted in, grounded out of your commitment level. Yeah. Everybody mm. makes decisions based upon what they're committed to. That's mm-hmm. true. Think so about if that. You're committed, what fo- if you're committed to good health, you'll make more healthier decisions exactly. about what you put in your mouth. If true. you're committed to being a better parent, you're going to make better decisions about how you spend your time and exactly. prioritize time, so on and so forth. And exactly. Commitment is related to like motivation as well. 100%. Mm. Almost like Rodney said, if you're committed to being a better dad or a better parent, um, then the decisions I'm going to make are going to be revolved around I want to be better at that. Yeah. If you make the commitment to hit a certain financial goal, if you make a commitment to hit a sales goal, if you make a commitment to be better um, at being an employee or being better at a boss or managing your business yeah. better, all the decisions that are going to be made are based off the commitment you just stated. Yes. That's good. Like right now, I'm saving um, for my future, right? And yeah. so... I am making the decision often to not eat out and to like, because I live with my parents still, so they pay for my groceries, which is nice. So I will stay, I will grab food from my house instead of making the decision to eat out with everyone else, which is a hard decision, but it's like based off of the commitment that I'm trying to save my money. You just said it. So so who's paying for the candy cane house in the forest? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saving for. That's what I'm saving for. Yeah, he's saving. That's his future. <laughs> but no, you, that's his future. <laughs> you, that's the future I'm You just about. got it. You literally, like, you you just explained it. You just connected the dots. Now, here's the problem. The problem that we want to identify today and then help with that, the problem is most men really don't know what they're committed to. Mm. Oh, wow. They really, really don't. Um, and now, some of that I understand because... It's more. It's wired more in men to be more of a maverick, like take that hill, and it's a little bit more wired in uh, the female to be committed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. for instance, when we first found out we were pregnant, Raina pregnant, but we were going to be parents, um, Raina was the one that said this, I, I did not see parenting modeled the, the best way. I'm making the commitment to be a better parent. Yeah. So from that, she went out and... and asked, sought, grabbed, 
whatever appropriate resources that she felt would help her us become better parents. Mm-hmm. Now, you see what I mean? Now, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm a dad. I'm, I'm going to be what dad. a dad does. I'm going to do what a dad does. And yeah. of course, I went back and just sort of sought all soft after what I saw from my dad and my mom and my dad. But I wasn't as intentional based from a commitment to study to be a better parent. I never thought about that yeah. Yeah. until Raina did. That's my point. So thankfully, a lot of guys are mavericks. Like we're the ones that are going to take the hill. We're going to ride into situations. We're going to run into a burning house. We're going to, you know, run into a dangerous situation, kind of a thing. Like we're going to run toward a difficult obstacle, and sometimes make good or bad decisions. But we don't know what we're committed to. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me give that to you. So Rodney, you said it. The very first decision that has to be made is is the decision um, to commit. So what are your commitments? All right. Now, your commitments reveal your values. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What you, what you prioritize. What you prioritize. Okay, so wow. run, run with that. So whatever I prioritize, well, that's going to determine what decisions I make. Yeah, to um, yeah. Jordan's point, if I want to say for my future to be able to do this, this, and this five years, 10 years from now, I need to make commitments in these areas to not sacrifice that. Mm. It was a priority. A certain thing in the future was a priority, so I, I based upon that, that's my value. Right. I'm going to be making decisions based upon my values. All right. So, dad, um, single adult, young man, married man, what are your values? Mm. You say, well, I don't know what they are. Okay. Let me tell you how you find out. What are you committed to? That already tells you what you value, about what your values are. Are you committed to video games? Are you committed to oh, laying yeah. down on the couch? Are you committed to unhealthy habits? Like are like whatever your current, whatever consumes your time the most is your commitments, mm-hmm. and that displays your value. It shows you what you value. Now your commitments also they they sort of shape your life. Yeah. All right, so once again, you know, if it's if it's health that I choose, if it's financial health, if it's physical health, if it's spiritual health, I'm going to be making decisions based upon where I want to be physically, financially, emotionally, and yes. spiritually. And they, if you don't know, like if, I know a lot of people don't even know, they're like, I don't even know what I'm committed to in the first place. Exactly. You, then, you, were just, you just said it. You, yes. have to, you have to pay attention to what you're spending your time doing. Yes. A lot of people spend their time, I know a lot of students, at least, and just from what I see, spend their time on video games. And there's nothing wrong with video games themselves, but if you're making that more of a priority of... Or over than your spiritual health or your your pouring into others. If you're like, instead of doing that, I want to play video games right now. Yeah. Or if it's instead of doing that, I want to just unwind and watch a show, or I want to scroll on Instagram, or I want to, you know, right. then that's your priority, and that's what you have to root out. Yes. I I, I personally think. <clears throat> sorry my throat on 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 the podcast i forgive Big you no no thank you again that's that's three days in a row yes i'm blessed by your forgiveness jordan yes always uh but one thing that kind of sticks out to me is 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 people always kind of and you kind of just said they, there's nothing wrong with video games right it's easy for the person to say there are so we have like gateway drugs you yeah have gateway priorities wow. and commitments that's mm-hmm. right true. If you let these things, and like this is not 1954, right? Games are designed to get you addicted, right? Mm-hmm. Like hobbies, porn, all the things that that people right. get sucked, that men get sucked into. 
They are intentionally designed to be destructive mm-hmm. to your your to your the way your habits are formed. So you have to actually recognize those gateway like college football Saturday. Right. You know, oh, I'm gonna wake yeah. up, I'm gonna hit game day, and I'm gonna hit all the days because I gotta watch and see who my guys are playing. Like like until you actually, if you're if you're if you're thinking about giving that up and you actually do give it up, and and you. And you realize what you're missing and how valuable right. the other thing you won't ever realize, right. you know? So right. like prior, prior identifying priorities are huge here. Yeah. So I have another thing. Like if there is like, if they have like the people out there listening, if they have something that where they realize their values are in the wrong place, like how do they help oh, solve yeah. that? Well, I mean, okay, that's, that's a really good, great question. And, and so let's just jump right into that. So understanding this, what you're committed to um, shapes how you make decisions. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're not picking on necessarily video games and and Saturday football games. There's 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 nothing wrong in essence with those things. But let me use me as an example. My calling, um, that is the ultimate commitment. That commitment defines what Raina and I do, what we pray about, what we allow in, what we do not allow in. Um, that defines what we do during the day. That defines what we do at night. That de- I mean, that that calling defines everything. It yeah. defines how you're weak, how you form your weak. Exactly. So that. with that orb, if you will, around us that we call the calling, that easily allows us to know how to make decisions mm. based upon how that affects the priorities uh, of our life. So if somebody doesn't really know that, like how do they do that? All right, let's talk about the very, the very first things. I'm, uh, this is going to sound probably odd to you guys. I know it probably is. If you don't establish these commitments, you're not even going to know how to make some basic decisions mm. or the decisions that you do make, you may not know until 10 years down the road that they weren't the wisest decision. Let me give them to you. So these are fundamental commitments that you have to make. Very well said. Mm. These are fundamental commitments you have to make. Number yes. one, you have to give Christ the first thoughts of each day. Yes. Come good. on. Yep. That's a commitment. Oh yeah. I mean that, listen, that is a commitment. If you don't give, if you don't get up every morning, and you say, I don't have time for devotion. I don't have time to read the word. I get it. Okay, that's an excuse. Another another podcast. You do have time to say this. God, help me manage my thoughts today. I give you my brain. Mm. You yes. have time to say that. I was actually just teaching on Sunday. I was teaching mm. um, second and third grade. And we, after the lesson, we like unwind and we're talking about like the lesson and what we're what we do, and I'm like, okay, so what are you guys like praying for um, this week? Like, what mm-hmm. are you what are you guys praying for? And you know, there's like, I'm praying for my pet dog. He has he has eaten too many of my toys. You oh, know funny. that kind of stuff. And then there's also the people that are like, um, this morning I was praying that the Lord would just direct my day. And I was like, what? Wow, wow, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. how are these kids understanding that? I'm like well, a sixth grader. Yeah, right. Second and third. Oh, wow. Young, yes, young, young kids. Yeah. Well, that's just good parenting. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they hear those yeah. words from home. Yeah. yeah. But no, the, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. You said, so Pastor you said Ron, thoughts. I thought, yeah, I, I thought, Pastor Ron, I thought this was an, a podcast on effective decision-making. Yes, it is. If you're not giving Christ your thoughts, then 
all kinds of other thoughts are going to come into your head, and you're not going to prioritize the voice of the Holy Spirit mm. helping you yeah. make the decision. Yeah. All right. So what's the next one? Which means you're you're going to be the Holy Spirit. So yeah. to the guy that's a maverick riding in, you know, I'm going to make this decision, and then it's either yeah. you know, um, to Idol, that guy idolizing your right, yourself or to the couch potato that just wants to let the wife make make all the decisions. You're not listening to anybody's voice, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. So you got to give Christ the first. Here's another one. You you have to give him. You have to give. Um, the Lord, the first day of the week. Yeah. Mm. I said it, I say it so much, Sunday morning is not the last day of the weekend, it is the first day of the week. Mm. Coming to church should not be a chore. Coming to church should understand it is a mooring. It 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 is it is that buoy in life. It is that landmark. It is that stake that is driven in the ground that says to the rest of the week, my week is going to be moored and attached to this right here. Yeah. If you don't come to Christ, if you don't give him that first day of the week, the rest of your week, just trust me, is going to be chaotic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a principle the Bible established. God literally said, six days I have called you to work, one day I've called you to rest. Mm-hmm. We were never designed to, to work seven days a week. Yes. If I don't give God that one day, the other six days do not make sense. Yeah. And it's not like you're just sitting around, you're intentionally giving God that day. Oh, come on. That's a good point. You're not just, yeah, you're not just like, okay, I've worked. Now I can just sleep, no, take a right. couch potato, which I mean, you know, you can take a nap. That's good. Right. But what you're doing is you're intentionally waking up that morning and you're going to church. You're either serving or you're being right. filled, you know, like you're not yes. just, resting isn't just unwinding. It's also being filled at the same time, Right. Yeah. you know? Right. And so like, that's part of why you go to church. Is, yes, is to is that to, time is to fill up so you can pour out throughout the week. Hundred yeah. percent. It's a commandment of God that establishes the commitment of the heart that directs the decisions of the mind. Uh, wow. One hundred percent. Here's it's, another one. You guys aren't going to like it. Uh, you know, come back Uh-oh. to the next. We we pro- we pray you still like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's why. If you don't give the first ten percent of your paycheck, yeah. You're, financially, you will never be where you need to be. Amen. Now, yeah. I know a lot of guys right now can argue with that. They're mm-hmm. like, Pastor Ron, I'm killing it in sales, and I'm making five hundred thousand a year. I'm, I'm making forty thousand a month. Like I know they're and and they're not. I listen. I know. I know. Not here, but I know around the country there are guys that that are making good money, but they're just they're they're not tithing. I didn't say you won't have a lot of toys right now. I said there will be there will come a time when you realize you made the wrong investments. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, saying that, the, it, tithing is not just you and I giving up money to God. What does it do? It establishes a priority of the heart that yeah. helps navigate future decisions on how I will spend my money. Yes. Yeah. You have been given money for the kingdom advancement, not for your personal kingdom advancement. It didn't, and God never said you won't enjoy. Every, there's not a verse in the Bible that you will not find where God doesn't ask you to give that he doesn't say he'll return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, whenever God speaks about giving, he always speaks about blessing. But I'm just telling you, these are fundamentals that help you make decisions. Give your first thoughts, give the first day of the week, get the first part of your paycheck, and give Christ first consideration in every decision. Mm. Wow. That's hard sometimes. Okay, so we were just talking about tithe with yeah. money, but that that applies to every decision. Every decision. 
Yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And everything you do, put God first. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yep. Mm. I mean, yep. in everything. In, in everything. Like I shared the illustration years ago. I had a roommate that, you know, people would come at 11 o'clock at night. Hey, let's go to Waffle House. And he would go, I got to pray about that. And we're like, you got to pray about going to Waffle House? We're starving. <laughs> it's 1130. And I mean, we laugh like we did now. And, I, and later I was like, wait, what? That's actually not that stupid. Yeah. Like uh-huh. you should pray. Like, is this wise for me to do this? Every, give every, give Christ every consideration. The first consideration reminds um, me of Sunday. In every decision. Yeah. Reminds me of Sunday where yeah. you're talking about time is equal to the kind of eternity you're building. Exactly. Wow. And so if you're if you're thinking about what kind of eternity you're building in every decision, right? You're gonna be a little bit more thoughtful about the process. Yes. Mm. All right, so let me just answer it before we get too too deep into this and and um and you lose track because I know some of you bounce in and out. You have to hit pause and go, you know, check on a job. Let me let me come back. Let me come back. Listen. The way you're going to be a better decision maker is to know your values, um to know God's purpose in your life and to give Christ first in everything. That's that's simplicity. In, sim- in, in simple language, right that's how you're going to know how to be an effective decision maker. Three yep. steps. Now, in future episodes, I do want to talk about there's different levels of decisions. Um, I think even in upcoming episodes, we're going to talk about how to identify um, things in your life, like how to fight the good fight, um, you know, how to make an impact in life. And so, like, we're going to get into that uh, even more. But I'm just telling you right now, decision making is so much more than pros and cons, good or bad. It's so much more than you just coming in and saying, "I in my gut, I feel like we should do this." It's anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're telling you that your commitments shape your effective decision making. Yeah. And if you don't know your values, if you don't know your priorities, if you don't know God's purpose for your life, if you're not giving Him your thoughts, if you're not giving Him the first day of the week, if you're not already sacrificing to Him financially, and you're not considering Him first. Mm-hmm. If you're not considering him first in every decision, you're not going to know how to make decisions. Mm. Yep. Life is thrown at us, not for just us to respond. Life is thrown at us so that we can pause and learn how to identify God's voice in our life, not just to make better decisions, but so we will be able to identify how is God working and moving in my life. So when a really critical decision comes, you've got enough experience in the little decisions mm. to make that critical decision a lot easier, faster, wow. better in yeah. your life. And That's we good. miss that. Yeah. We miss that. So like, should I should I go eat at Waffle House? <laughs> it's those little decisions that add up that help you know how to make the big decisions or the emergency decisions. Yes. Or those quick decisions. Like maybe you don't have time to consult your wife. Maybe you don't maybe you don't have time to consult anybody else, but you gotta make a com- what they call it command decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, that's a future episode. Like there's command decisions like I need to make this now. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else is sort of in lockdown or we're in triage right now and I have to make this. Well, it's those little decisions but it's all based upon your values. Yeah. It's all based upon God's purpose in your life and, and you learning to listen to him and talk to him. Can I can I tell you this right now? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's how the enemy um de- here's how the enemy works in your life. He comes in and he wants to distract you. Yeah. Like have you ever been faced with a big decision and all of a sudden, the phone's ringing off the hook. The dog is barking. Yeah, the baby's yeah, yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, good Lord. Hmm. That's that's an effective tactic of the enemy to come in and distract you. Hang on. Why am I mentioning that? If you are finding it hard to make decisions, 
and the mind wants to race in multiple directions, that is because you have a distracted mind or even a divided mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling that on a topic, you need to pause for just a moment and say, God, reset my priorities, realign my heart with your heart, let me hear your voice. My thoughts are racing. I'm a little uncertain what to do. In just the next few moments or next few seconds, God, you you speak to me like quiet my heart. Mm, yep. Because the devil wants to come in. And remember, if you're making your decisions the way you should be making them, they are decisions that are for the good of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Well, the devil doesn't want you to make a good decision for the kingdom of God. Right, right. So what's he going to do? He's going to come in and throw every possible weird scenario at you. Mm. So remember right now in my office as I'm teaching, I'm looking at the picture of Job. And, of course, you know, Job, the Bible, you know, God um, sifted him. And in that that picture right now, you've got Job's three friends and even his wife saying, what is up? Curse God yeah. and die. Why would that's what the devil does? Mm. Now, I'm just telling you right now, commitments are the basis on knowing how to make effective decisions. If you don't know what you're committed to, um, you won't know how to decide. Country music knows this, and the country music says it this way: if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. right? And so a lot of guys don't know how to make decisions. Oh, here's another one, and I hate to I hate to mention this one as well. Um, a lot of guys are are lazy. So one of the enemy's strategy is to actually make you complacent in decision making. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meaning you'll turn it over to somebody else. Yeah. If like, you're married, yeah. your wife. If you're a single individual, you'll turn it over to a mentor or you'll turn it over to other friends in your life. Or you mm. just you'll just turn the switch off. And all right, let me speak to single guys right now. Quit focusing on being single. And let God develop you in your singleness. Yeah. Mm. Because you might, you never know whom God is developing for you. And and who knows? You might be single for life. Paul, you know, as best we can tell, he might have been married, but we know he said in the Bible, it's probably better to not be married and serve the Lord than in, uh, than it is to be single and serve the Lord. Because when you're married, you have so many other things to consider. Whereas if you're single, you can just go out and serve. Quit focusing on that I'm single and let God develop you in your singleness. Like, yeah. let him solidify these things. So for those of us that are married and got married, we were having to learn some of these things on the fly. Yeah. If you learn it now when you're single, you'll be better at decision-making yeah. when you're married. So don't let complacency, don't become a couch potato. Don't just relinquish all yeah. the decision-making to it's your wife. It's a tool of the devil. It is a tool of the devil. Yeah. It reminds Absolutely. me of 2 Corinthians 2 when Paul's talking about if you've forgiven your brother, I forgive your brother, let's not caught, get caught up in this so that we get outwitted by the devil. Exactly. Mm. And he's like ta- saying, this is combat, guys. The right. devil's real. Don't get sucked into this like, so this that you get outsmarted that you... By, oh, yeah. by the devil. So there it is in Scripture. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. I, go ahead, Jordan. He's saying this isn't something that you need to engage with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like with with complacency, it's like there's so many possible reasons. It's like, 
oh man, last time I made a decision. Oh, that didn't mm. go well. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's like, or it's, I mean, I just don't feel like my opinion matters as much. Exactly. Or there's so many reasons. And I mean, I'm not, even me, like even me, like I'm Jacob. I mean, you yep. and I are We're, both pretty easygoing guys. Yeah. You know, and so like a lot of stuff, it's just like doesn't matter as much to us as it does to like, right. you know, and so like as when Ryan and I started dating, it was kind of funny because she would, she would be like, well, where are we going to eat? And I'd be like, um, I really, I don't really care too much, you know, let's just yeah. go wherever. And, and then like we had, she had to tell me, she had to be like, Jordan, I want you to make like this decision. Like right. it communicates leadership to me. And I never thought about it like that. Wow. Yeah. And so a lot of you guys just need to be able to have the perspective, like, making decisions is what she wants you to do. Right. Yeah. And so like, I mean, Jacob, I know you had to learn the same thing probably. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it probably was because we were in a season where we didn't have to make a lot of decisions before. Right. So mm-hmm. like, you know, there's certain seasons where it, decisions are way more important. You know what I mean? Right. Like, especially like when we were engaged, there were so many decisions having to be made. But yeah. now like, you know, <laughs> after that, like there still are decisions, but it's not as like, crazy time sensitive, but there are decisions. So like just knowing like when to like understand when to have that. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I I agree with you. I'm not like super decisive, like in my head, like I don't really care on a lot of things, (laughs) but (laughs) me, like I don't have a personal preference. Like I could go either way. Yeah. You're very easy going in that area. Yeah. But what is, but what, like what you were just talking about earlier Uh is like, what's really important is that you have that, um, foundation right. of what is important to you so that when you find something that is important, it's clear this is the decision we're making. Right. Mm. Because right. like, you know, where we're going to eat for food is a very small decision. But if you have earned the practice of communicating how you're going to make that decision together, if you're like, okay, well, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? And like, even it, with the small it. stuff, yeah. Like, yeah. like where are we going to get food or, or what are we going to do tomorrow? Or like that kind of stuff. Like, right that's going to help you make decisions when it comes to the bigger stuff like engagement or right. when you right. have a kid and like, how are we going to parent our kid? Right. You know, that kind of stuff. And, there, yeah. and there's like, there's, you can get down the tree here too, like on complacency, like procrastination. Oh yeah. boy, that's another mm-hmm. one. So that's a podcast mm-hmm. right there. It Write is. that one down, Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Let's not put that one off. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is, you know, psychology around uh, the avoidance of pain. Yeah. Right? And so, so there's a lot of reasons that you would, that you can get complacent. Mm-hmm. Some of them are laziness and some of them are laziness because you are avoiding pain at all costs. Like, yeah. why do you not work out? Right. Yeah. Clearly. Right. right. So, um, you know, we're we're not just kind of discounting that umbrella, but that that this would be a seven-hour podcast. Oh, we, and, well, easily. And David Fullwood would never get to work. Oh, how it. funny! Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, all you guys are bringing up great points, and yes, they are. They are future discussions. Thank the Lord that you know we can continue this discussion in future episodes. But so much of what, like Jordan said, like you know, um, I, I made a bad decision, so that didn't work out so well last time. I do hear that a lot from guys, mm-hmm. or she is a lot better at this. All right, let me let me explain the two different environments that I'm I'm aware of that I'm in. Let me use me as an example. So it, here at Waterstone, um, there's probably I don't know easy a hundred. 150 decisions made a day. Easy. Yeah. Um, I probably only make maybe 30 or 40 of those, mm-hmm. right? I mean, literally. But 
the environment that is set here because of my leadership, and I don't say that pompously, but I had to use those words. I usually don't like talking about myself in that area, but you know what I mean? But but because of the environment that I've set here, the the decisions, they know how to make them. Yeah. Like the yes. decisions that Leah yes. makes, that Raina makes, that Rodney makes, that are down the line, right? In broadcast, the decisions that that Jacob makes and so forth. Not They don't have to come and ask me every one of those. They just know sort of the umbrella of where we're headed. The decisions right. that Anna makes in student ministry, like missions trips and camp and what she's teaching on and so forth. They do involve me, like here's be aware of this, but they don't come in. I mean, I'd never get anything done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm being easy that 150 decisions are made a day. Yeah. I, I, no one can do that, but there's an environment that's set and it's set around these, these priorities. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go to my house. Truth be known, out of 100 decisions that are made in a day, Raina probably makes 70 of those decisions Yeah, yeah. easily. Now, we, for the most part, we've already talked about them, or some of them, or I just implicitly trust her, but I'm not complacent in that. I'm mm. still actively engaged in it, but it's because what we've discussed already. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the same page. We're on the yes. same page. That you're I, engaged in it. Yes. But yeah, the actively engaged part is important because right. if you just show up, back your truck in, mm. and you're like... Why are we doing this one thing? Yes. Then, yeah. then, then you're coming in off the cuff versus yes. have showing constantly. For being instance, a- it's, it's very general conversations. Rather, it's like Rain and I talk about where we're headed as a family. Now, you know, obviously now that two daughters are married, um, now that we have a grandson, like we talk a lot. Like, where are we headed? What does this look like? What are yeah. the decisions? Like, we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. So when uh, t- situations come up, the decisions are a little bit easy to make, and Raina makes a lot of them. I'll come home and I'm like, okay, you know, what, what's going on like with this or that? And she's like, we're doing this. And I think about this. I'm like, perfect. Because we had already talked about it. Yes. Mm. And and she is sometimes better in making those some of those more minute decisions where I'm better at making the big picture decisions. Yeah. I'm like, all right, as long as we're headed this direction. Yeah. Now, I'll watch Jacob and Rayleigh do that. Yeah. Rayleigh's busy with Benjamin uh, most of the time during the day, yeah. obviously, uh, with him. And she, so she's a bit better on like those little decisions. But I'll listen to them at the house, and Rayleigh will come in, and she'll say, like, Jacob, what do you think about this or with that? Yeah. And he doesn't hesitate on the majority. He's like, well, let's do this and let's do that. And Ray's like, perfect, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we mean. So I don't just sit around and, and lay around on the couch, nor do I come in, you know, like, you know, in my truck and go like, honey, here's what we're going to do, you yeah. know? And she's like, wait, what? No. Yeah. Uh. yeah. You've been running this ranch for too long. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. But I got, I have to go on repeat. I'm telling you, I have to go on repeat we're not telling you just to come in and, and be more decisive. Yes. And we're not telling you to come in and collaborate more. I mean, ultimately, there is that balance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm just telling you right now, like, if you have not committed your day, if you've not committed your thoughts, if you've not committed your priorities, you are not going to know how to make decisions. Yep. Every decision flows out of your commitments. And guys, I'm challenging you right now. Do you know what your values are in life? What are, what are the values for your families? What are the values for your children? Do you know what your prayers for your children are, your prayers for your wife? How you pray for your wife determines how you treat her. Hmm. How you pray for your children determines how you treat them. Yep. The, the priorities you set for yourself and for your marriage and your business and your children determine what decisions that you make. If you don't have those established, yeah. you're literally just you're you're a victim of the wind. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. And after a while, the wind's going to come back and smack you, and then you're going to say, well, that didn't work out so well, so I quit. Mm. And then mm -hmm. you just stop. And then the wife comes in and goes, I just want him to be stronger. Yes, my wife, probably eight times out of ten, is stronger in the face of the winds of adversity or the winds of challenges, you know, and she sticks to it in those small – and I learn from that. But I don't just sit back and go, well, she's better at the wind than I am. I'm yeah. just going to let her take over. No, I respond to that, and I'm like, I can do that as well. Just, and you're engaged the, in it. Yeah, actively engaged in it. Man, this is this is. I want to write. I want to do another podcast on this. I really, I really think sooner. A hundred percent. We want. I need to come back and talk about the four or five levels of decision making and how yes. to be involved in those. Yes. yes. And again, yes. I, what I hope comes across is it's not necessarily being the commando um, that just comes in and just rides roughshod. Um, it's also not being the couch potato that just says my wife is better at this, and so right. I'm really tired. There's a balance. There is a time when you need to be a little bit of that, that you need you do need to come in and make the command decision. There's a time when you need to come in and make a, a collaborative decision. All right. But guys, I'm telling you, the, the weakness that I'm finding is more men do not know what they are committed to. So therefore, they don't know how to make a decision about. Yeah. Okay. Per personal observation that usually is directly related to how much time they spend in the Word. 100%. Wow, that's so good. So I was just going to ask you, Pastor Ron, in your universe of counseling, right. which is a big part of what you do. How many men come in and say, I'm struggling with these decisions that I need to make, where the answers to those decisions are already clearly depicted in the Bible? Mm. Right. Oh, like, yeah. like, this is not a decision you're struggling with if you're in the Word. Right. How many, what percentage would you say? A, of, a majority of them. Well, um, I would say 75, but let me be fair, within that 75, there are guys that are giving intentional time to study in the Word, and my goodness, this is another episode. Like, Jordan, you were taking notes earlier on I that. I am, yeah. Like, can you honestly, can you please write this one down? They don't know how to dig into the Bible to find the wisdom to help them know. Wow. Boom. Whereas women, honestly, more intuitively know how to get from the Word. They actually practice studying the Bible. Not, they do. Not just studying. They actually... I'm, I'm really going to try to figure out how to say this nicely. And it's not that it's going to be rude. Well, whatever. Let me just say it. So the guys that do come in and they're like, well, Pastor Ron, I am in the Word. But how they just interpreted that Word, I'm like, well, mm. it's that's not really what it was intended to do. Yeah. So the intention was right. But then they're either just real judgmental with it, or they're just more matter of fact with the with they're more matter of fact with an allegorical text that's telling a story than a right. literal text. Does that oh, make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you you actually needed to be a little bit more like storytelling in that interpretation of application than take it like literally. Right, right. Like God was talking to the Israelites very specifically. He wasn't giving you a banner to go out and. Yeah, use this for your wife. He's not telling you to go do commit mass genocide right now. Yeah, or, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly what Ronnie just said. Like you have to be. Yeah, there's sometimes. Yeah, anyway. So they're 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 trying their best to get into the word, but they just don't know how to study that to yes. develop out of that and apply it to that situation. Now, to answer your question, you say, well, how do I do that? The more time you spend in the word, and yes. Um, suffering some bad decisions. Okay, can I just share? All right. I don't know if anybody watched Andy Griffith growing up. And oh, so, yeah. I did. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Man. I did most I did. niche stuff, bro. I did, <laughs> I did too. It's really? Kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. All right, so there was an episode where Barney, uh, Andy was tired and did not want to run for sheriff. 
And everybody came to Barney, and Barney was like, you should run for sheriff. And, of course, he got all pumped up, and he wanted to run um, for sheriff. And he asked, um, you know, he didn't like he was going to win. And he asked Andy, he goes, what makes a good sheriff? And Andy said, experience. And Barney said, what kind of experience? And Andy said, bad experience. Oh, yeah. And Barney was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, the more bad decisions and bad experiences you go through, they actually help you know how to make better decisions. Oh, my gosh. That's good. And see, Barney just wanted the good experiences of being the sheriff. Mm-hmm. That's what Andy was getting. He's wanted to walk down the street and be called, hey, sheriff, hey, sheriff, hey, sheriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't actually want to know how to deal with, like, the prisoners and so mm-hmm. forth. He just wanted the good stuff that came out of it. And I've never forgotten that lesson. I think I was like, I don't know, eighth, ninth grade, you know, and like, so when I say literally we would eat dinner at six o'clock, like Andy Griffith came on at 530 Mm. at my house. Yeah. And when it went off at six, my mom was like, dinner ready. Like literally right after Andy Griffith went off, we ate, we ate dinner. And so I remember that. My point is this. Mom, if you're listening up there. Right. It's literally like. Dinner's ready. Yeah. Dinner's ready. (laughs) Like. Bad experience is a a good teacher in wow. knowing how to make. But so many guys are afraid of making decisions because fear of pain, yeah. fear of failure, that they just don't make that decision. Yeah. So my point, go back. The more you are in the Word and you go through learning how to interpret, learning how to listen, learning how to decide, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to step left when the Bible meant step right. Mm. You're going to go forward when the Bible actually meant go backwards. Yeah. You're going to do that. But in talking to Raina, I'll literally say that. I'm like, here's what I'm feeling and sensing we need to do. But help me because I could be wrong. Like, yeah. like help me. Like I'm sensing we need to go left, but we need to go right. Or, recognizing that you're the leader, but also you're a human. Yes. And it's Raina's collaboration that comes in, and she'll do the same with me. She'll go like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, ah. And she goes, all right, my heart's really in it, but I think you're right. We won't, I won't, this won't, whatever. That's mm-hmm. good. You have to go through learning how to listen to God's voice and make mistakes. So the more mistakes you make, you actually learn from that to hear His voice. But yes. to your point, just in your explanation you just give there's there was a commitment to communicate with your wife yes yeah. and there was a commitment to get into the word yes and, and learn how to get into yes. the word and then yes you were committed to find out like if i was wrong how i can make that right yes yes, yes. together yes, yes. So, yeah. okay so, to say it another way gameplay, I, I can game I, plan takeaway go i can teach you how to make decisions just to make decisions Mm. But that's not what we're teaching you. We're teaching you how to form a life of commitments that makes it easier to make decisions. Yeah, wow. yeah. that's yeah, that's, yeah. 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 that's the drop. boomerang. <laughs> yeah, mic drop. We're done. Yeah. All right. So today, full. Why we'll... did you say that at the beginning? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna edit this part back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Man, but I but I like. If you're just com- now joining us, we just started the podcast. <laughs> oh, but I love that. Yes. Because the conversation led us to that. Yes, yes. it developed. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for listening in to a, a, what I'm looking at, 46-minute podcast. But break that up. We only give you one a week. So, I mean, break that up into, you know, mm-hmm. two-part session, yeah. two parts. I, I, I'm Three not workouts, two workouts. I'm not afraid of the time. Guys need this. If they Same. really want it, they'll go after it. Yes. You'll sit and listen to an hour podcast on how to win friends and make money or whatever. Yeah. You, you know, anyway, enough said. <laughs> like, if you really want it, you'll listen to it. Yeah. yeah. 
And remember, my whole goal wasn't necessarily to draw a huge audience, even though I hope we do. My my goal was the few, the proud. Like mm-hmm. I want I want men that are serious. That's what I want to develop. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening in, and we pray uh, that you develop the commitment side of your life because that's what's going to help you make decisions. More to talk about that, more to come in future podcasts. Have a blessed day. Everybody say bye. See ya. Bye. See ya. ya. I love you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye.